You know, there's like a word for people who get goosebumps from music because I've heard that not everybody does. Really? I don't know if all people do or don't or if the word is just kind of made up, but I've heard that some people don't and never have. To me, it's happened to me like a lot. I'm just referring to like even the sensation that like goes along with goosebumps, you know? That's the craziness. It's not so much, you know what I'm saying? It's like not so much the fucking uh geese flesh skin or whatever, chicken flesh, which I'd rather just say goosebumps cuz chicken flesh sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> chicken bumps. Yeah, they saved that yeah. for chicken pox. Fuck, I hope so. But um it'd be weird like not to. That's like the that's the music high like I'm always chasing, you know what I mean? I wonder if the people that don't get that are the people that have been listening to the same thing forever. Yeah. I wonder if they got it when they heard Led Zeppelin and ACDC or whatever and then thought that nothing else could ever amount to that. And never tried. Never tried. Could be. Or they're just ignorant and don't know how to look past Led Zeppelin. Because I know a lot of dudes that are like that. Can't let's look past fucking Pantera. Yeah. Or the people that won't, like, look past. Um, I hear often a lot of people saying, there's no good music made after the 70s, oh, or there's no good music made after the 80s, or whatever. Like, if that were the case, there wouldn't be any music being made anymore because nobody would ridiculous shit I've ever heard they wouldn't make any fucking money off it like yeah there's a ton of shitty music that makes a lot of money but but look you shit, have to have you have opinion. to have performers to sell out stadiums and shit like it's still a matter of opinion and their opinion isn't like that's with true the times. too yeah. you know what I'm saying that's kind of where I disregard them where it's like Dude, you're talking to me about shit that's 15 years old. Yeah, no, or, not to or say, older. Yeah, or older. And I'm not to say that that shit's bad by any means or I don't like it, but you can't tell me that what's came out yesterday is any better or worse than what was previous right? without ever hearing it because that's what they do. They don't even fucking give it a try, you know? Like, oh, fuck that shit. I'm, I'm, I'm too fucking whatever. Yeah. Too set in my ways. Definitely. But um there's a lot there's a lot of albums. Uh I can think of songs for sure. Like I'm trying to think of some as you're saying some. Like Bruce Springsteen's um I'm on Fire and The River, the song The Rivers Can. But again, that's all also because of shit that runs through my head now that I've those songs are in like another place you know what I'm saying so when I hear them I get rushed back to that place and then yeah you know what I mean and I can see how people would you know get stuck into but you'd lose it if you listen to it all the time too it's like gotta be once in a while right because it becomes the same it's like running a washing machine or something at that point. Like, you just hear the same noise over and right, over and over right. again. And not... So I don't know how you would ever be able to replicate the that first, initial yeah, you, feeling you of 
happiness or sadness or whatever the yeah. song brings you, I feel like after it's embedded into your head that far, you wouldn't. A lot of Tiger Army does that for me. That's a band I haven't listened to in a very long time. Like the last time I was at Fildo's house, probably. Yeah, that's like Power of Moonlight. I can, I go to put that album on and then like. Change your mind. Yeah, because it plays in my head. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so I like. I've that, done that before that where you used like. to fucking do that shit to me, like, where I was just like, oh my God, this shit is so fucking amazing. And now I'm like. Yeah. And it is, but it doesn't, like you said. You're like, oh, fuck, it just played my head, and you'll put it back on the shelf. Yep. I've done that before where you go to throw something on, and you're, like, all amped to listen uh-huh. to it, and then you put it on, and you're like, just nah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can think. Um, I heard a song on The Interrupter's new record. Let me get the exact name of the song, but it's on the first side. Oh, Kiss the Ground. It's like a... It's real, like, uh, I guess, like, reggae. Have you heard that song? No, I never listened to the new album. It's, like, it stands out because it doesn't sound like anything else on it, but I've heard that style like that before. Yeah. And it's fucking... I can hear the style, like, in dope. my head as you say that, yeah, but it's fucking I... dope. Yeah, I would say, like, by the way, the whole first side of that record is fucking awesome. Although I will say... The Raised by Wolves song. I've seen him do it live, and they, it doesn't, it sounds better live than like on the record. Instead of, they're like, she's like, I was raised by wolves. And instead of going like, ooh, she kind of does like a ooh and then a little howly thing, which I don't want to embarrass myself and do. Cause it's like, you know, yeah. it's pretty cheesy. But, um, other than that, you know, As We Live, it's a pretty cool song. Kind of like almost like a transplanty fucking sound, but without the um, <laughs> guitar. It's like the, it's like California punk. It reminds me of like Rancid and shit like oh, that. Oh, most definitely. I would like. Yeah, Tim's on that As We Live song, definitely. And their first album was their first and second albums are definitely more rancid. Yep. Those are the ones sounding, that you know. Those are the ones that I remember hearing. And uh and those are dope, but it's cool how you can see where they're at now and she kind of's coming into her own as a writer and um she kind of found her own voice instead of trying to like sound like a fucking two-tone Jamaican chick, you know, she just sounds like herself. Yeah, she's not imitating, she's in- innovating. Right. Definitely. I can't think of a whole lot of Goosebumps songs off the top of my head because it's just happened a bunch of times, but I know, like, Alicia Keys, for sure. Bill Withers, Ain't No Sunshine, that did it for me, like, yeah, Bill Withers, Ain't No Sunshine, and Grandma's Hands. Oh, that's a dope song. I love that song. And then, like, probably, like Muddy Waters, like Hoochie Coochie Man. The, that song makes me feel pretty good. The, like, 
just strong belt out that he gives right. when he's saying that. Like that's that shit's giving me goosebumps too. Like that sort of strong, strong, powerful voice. I love mud, but I have that has not. I haven't had the goosebumps from Muddy. Maybe from uh, little Walter. Yeah. Shout out to Uncle Walter. I've been listening to a bunch of blues lately. Because, well, one... um, It's the shit. Yeah, it is, but, (laughs) like, it's not something I always listen to. But there are certain artists that I really like. And then now that I've been listening to it more, I've been kind of venturing off into other shit. And uh, the guy I'm working on my house with... He's big into blues, so, like, I've been playing that shit at the house and whatnot, and we've been talking a bunch of stuff back and forth about that. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, like, Porno Wayne, he was a, um, uh, well, he he started the uh, Blues Shit Coalition or whatever. But, yeah, um, this guy, he was in it oh, okay. originally. One and of, then... Uh, one of the dudes in the original. Yeah, he said he kind of steered clear of it because they were cheaping out and not bringing in like who they should actual bands they were just paying off local people to come in and play what wasn't blues and then they'd have like one or two like well they were playing like that after stevie ray vaughn came out and there was that slight revival yeah it's like that sounds like that shit to me that came after yeah it's watered down blues definitely it doesn't have the I, the blues. Like I mean, that's okay. the only way I can put it is it doesn't have the soul that goes I with got it. A, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Do you think the blues has to, like, you have to suffer to really get that emotion across in the blues, whether it's through your guitar playing or singing? Because when you think about it. Yeah. Let's see, I think it's a yes, too. I I don't think necessarily that you have to in order to recreate that sound, but in order to create your own sound and have that soul into it, I think at one point you have to have hurt to get yeah, you the have soul to have into to it from. to feel, to bring the blues out. Right, like, right. You know, like people... Whether it be like heartache or have nots or, you know, growing up poor or whatever it is, like I feel like you had to have struggled at some point in your life to get that sound, at least the rawness of it, out. Versus like you got a dude who is a fucking trust fund baby and took guitar lessons from the fucking i don't know you know no, i know what you're saying. his dad was rich and he got guitar lessons from buddy guy or some right, shit right right <clears throat> and uh which would be sweet but you could replicate but not make your own i don't think i think uh, you know another thing even in music in general for me that goes along with that is i gotta believe it yeah like billy holiday for instance she didn't write all, a bunch of shit but she made you believe it yeah you know what I mean? So, and she I, made you feel it too. Yeah. Like, I mean, if she's I'm a, listening she's kind to of that, an exception. I'm just yeah. saying, like in general, like 
if I'm in listening metal, to I, that, I have to feel like yeah, you, they exactly. believe it. You know, it's the same with hip hop too. Though. Definitely. Like if you're rapping about fucking killing people or shooting up blocks or whatever, like I want to believe that you did that. Well, that's what I always drew me to DMX. Cause he was a passionate motherfucker, you know. Yeah, but he'd go rob somebody after his show. I know, and then he'd spit like, about robbing people. Yeah. Like, at and least I'm not he was saying legit. that that's like, I'm not trying to glamorize that. But if you're putting that message in your music, like I want some authenticity right, to right, it. Right, 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 right. Not, well, this kid picked up a mic and is fucking trying to be a, a, the hood rapper from Alpena. Right, right. Because um, it just you're not living that life, like. You can talk about and recreate scenarios and movies or whatever all you want. And sure, a lot of that stuff's fabricated in the stories. Obviously, they're not going to admit anything they did on, you know, on a record, especially now that you can have Rico investigations into your song lyrics. Yeah, that's fucked up. It is. And so a lot of that stuff is kind of fabricated and put like a hollywood spin on it but like that that's kind of i want to believe that you were shooting up blocks and selling crack yeah, yeah, yeah. like flipping bags of heroin or like even though um ice cube wrote that easy shit easy made you believe it yeah but, because but easy was probably doing that because exactly you need to make some money and yeah. put out some more fucking records exactly but that's why biggie edges out tupac for me because Tupac was an, you know, I don't, I don't want to knock Tupac at all. I love Tupac, but he was an art student. Biggie was a fucking sheltered ass kid until he was in his teens, and then fucking slanging crack, you know. Yep. And like a homeboy and had to Tupac take. had the whole like the militant thing behind him with his uh, mother and father being involved in Black oh, Panthers definitely. and whatnot. I'm not saying he didn't so he had that... have some bullshit in his life. No, 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 I know. But he's not a gangbanger either. Yeah. I mean, that's not to say he wouldn't have thrown down or whatever. So it seems, from what I can tell in interviews and whatever, right. like he stood up for himself and what he believed in and whatnot. But like, I would say Biggie came from that more than... At uh, least it feels that way in his music. Like, And it, even like... So, like, Tupac was an art student. He carried that on to, well, into his, his acting. Well, are definitely and his, more, you know, political, per se, than Biggie's. And know. more poetical, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it, for sure. I mean, we listen <clears> to that <throat> shit millions and millions of times, but yeah, I just always found it funny that people thought that Tupac was, like, so, like he was raised like a blood or something under, like, Suge Knight's fucking whatever you know it's like motherfucker he was born in baltimore i always thought that west side shit was funny because of that yeah but baltimore and then lived in new york and then got a record deal on the west side yeah yep. and then it went from there but that's because people aren't a lot of people don't look past that like they you tell them that that's what they believe they don't question it they think that he's from the west side because the West Side East Side beef was blown up so much that it was a oh, household name. Like think about that shit. Like they couldn't, the media couldn't even manipulate some shit like that nowadays. Mm -hmm. it's so fucking, such a crazy world. Even trying to find new music, man, it's like you don't have any direction really. I mean, it's hard. It's like I was saying, it'd be cool to fucking get paid to, uh, you know, just sit back here and introduce new music to people. Yeah, dude.
Gotta, so how we got to get on that? Let me ask you. Yeah, yeah. People start paying us. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you find music? Well, mainly. I mean, yeah. I know there's multiple ways. I'm gonna mainly. I go like I'll take a band I like, for instance. Um, let's say like Cold Cave, which is like a an electric beat. I don't know, it's fucking it's electronic music, but it's got the singer from American Nightmare doing the writing and shit. And I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. And then, so like on title or whatever, I'd just type in that and turn on hit the artist radio. Oh, and let it run from there. Yeah, and then it'll kind of give me like shit that kind of sounds like similar to it or whatever. And I found a few bands like that, like the Soft Moon. <coughs> I like's pretty cool. Holy Graham. Thought that shit's cool. It's kind of like dark dream pop shit. Drab Majesty, they're kind of a little bit bigger in that genre of things. But Cold Cave, um, that give me that has given me goosebumps. I think I find fifty percent or more of new things that I've come across on Instagram. Right on. Like just following people that are also into the same shit. Like I've. I follow people that are into hip-hop only, metal only, jazz only, whatever, and then there's people like me who are all over the place. Right. And, like, that's how I found Stormkeep and um, Frozen Soul. I think, like, Bronze Nazareth, uh, who's a hip-hop artist. And then just, like, I use that to keep up on releases, too, because you'll see a lot of things from different record labels pop up about what's coming out or whatnot. And then, aside from that, I'll look through similar artists like on Apple Music, and kind of just hunt around in there. And then usually I just read and then kind of go from there. Or if I like a band and I'm into them for a while, I find out what other bands they were, members of them were in, yeah, or definitely. what other side projects they've had as a band, like Death has Control Denied as a side project, uh, or while Chuck from Death has Control Denied. A little bit of a different sounding band, but has a lot of the Death style instrumentation to it. Right, that's dope. I always go back to, like, um, there's a lot of bands that you just, you miss, man, so. Yeah, you can't find everything. uh, Like the other day, my girl was like, have you ever listened to Drain? They're from the 90s. Can't believe I've never heard of them, you know, and I've listened to them here and there, but I don't know them well. So, I, you know, that's another source. Sometimes my old lady will find cool shit, kind of try to go back and be like, oh, fuck, I didn't listen to this band back in the day. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll hear the first song and be like, oh, yeah, that's why. You know, and then sometimes you're like, shit, this is fucking dope. Yeah, sometimes it takes a while to grow on you. Yeah, that too. There's been a lot of things where I've heard them once and dismissed it and not liked it. And it's hard, especially when you're like, I've got 15 things to check out. Yeah, I usually have a list on my Uh, phone. Or what I've done more recently is I just add it to my Apple Music. Yeah. And then it shows them I recently added and I remember to actually check it out. That's a good and I'll idea. just use it, like, I'll be at the gym, and I'm like, I don't know what to listen to. Fucking Definitely. follow the list of things that I've got to check out and then grab something. Sometimes it sticks and you like it, and sometimes it's eh, whatever. 
that fucking uh like I really like using title. Um I have Spotify as well, but I don't I just have the free Spotify. Yeah. So it does the same thing though on title like mix up shit and be like, here's your daily whatever and it'll mix shit that you like. Yeah, not even necessarily the same songs you like, just like the band or whatever, and then other shit, and that's kind of cool. Apple Music does that too. It gives you your daily playlist or whatever, and then it'll give you like a a new music playlist based on artists that you have in your library, which is cool. Um, Sometimes you find some shit that way, and a lot of times it's usually things that are just very popular. Yeah, Which there's too. nothing wrong with. There's again, there's a lot of good shit in there. It's just usually I've already heard it is all. Right, right. Like by the time it hits the list. Yeah, there's still I mean and then Facebook obviously is another way yeah. people use social media. I mean, I guess that's probably I do like using Bandcamp too, but Bandcamp's good. It's like you need time to <clears throat> fucking sit down. And uh, there's been a lot of slow days at the record store, too, where I'm like, don't know what to listen to. So I'll go through and dig through a letter and just right, right. Find something that looks cool or interesting or random or terrible and just put it on to see how it sounds. Sometimes it's been great. Sometimes it's been terrible. We've been finding. Well, I should say Jess again. It's been finding like. After Ammo and the Sniffers, because she listened to that, her phone, um, and I have to all these other bands, but yeah, from Australia that are fucking sick, dude. And they sound and they they sound like they're from the fuck like. That's that singing thing when you go to sing, you don't have an accent. It's fucking. I can't remember a little bit. Just sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they do. Like you can tell, like Bowie, like you can hear his accent. Right. Right. I wish. Are you gonna look up the word for it? I'm gonna look up. I, I can never remember called. what it is. I have a book that is called "Your Brain and the Effects of Music" or something, or "Music and the Effect on Your Brain" or some yeah. shit. And it's all about the different like lobes of your brain and cortexes that music interacts with, and how certain things make you feel a certain way or like how deaf people can interpret shit and how um, people who get goosebumps, that's where I learned that from, was like not everybody has that. It's kind of a like drawn out. It's not something like you'd sit and read the whole thing through. Right. But I've like slowly read chapters of it throughout the course of time. Maybe put it on the back of the shitter or something. Yeah, it's very interesting though. Oh, another Australian band. It's called. They're called the Chats, and the album is the Chats. Get fucked. I mean, how can you not click on that? You know, <laughs> and uh, that shit's like everything on that album sounds good. And I went back a little ways and listened to some shit. It's just cool to, um, you know, to get random things like that. It's been a while since I found like a punk style band that I was into. Um, for me, it would be. I'm trying to think of what it's, it's like not even that it's like so long ago that's it, like i'm not even gonna say it now but it'd be like the star fucking hipsters leftover crack choking victim by the way choking victim Damn, that was a really long time ago then yeah but 
and I can put those on, and they still sound like they were I written would, yesterday. I would today. consider, well, that's like wholeheartedly punk, though. Yeah. I'm talking like the ammo and the sniffer shit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Kinda got, it's got the element to it, um, but it's been a while since I found a band in that right, genre right, that right, I've gotten follow, into. Yeah. Um, most recently, like Devil Master, that one band that I was showing yep. you. That, like that is band. musically like it's just instrument the, sound wise. Like, the vocals they have are that like very, very black metally and very, not even always black metally, but like not punk for sure. Yeah, but it but sounds the, fucking dope. But the guitar work and drums and everything, it's very much punk influenced, and it's a cool mixture. Um, I've been listening to them a bunch. Right on. I think they're. The Relapse Records Band, if I remember correctly. People yeah, who don't know anything. about them, check them out. Uh, Devil Master. They have a few different albums out. Ecstasies of Neverending Night is the most recent. And it is on Relapse, yeah. And then they have that um, Satan Spits on Children of Light album, which hilarious yeah, fucking album name. That's the album that I... Um listen to the most fucking awesome manifestations is another says combining first wave satanic black metal japanese hardcore yankee db and swirling death rock can't go wrong with that shit philadelphia's devil master are an extreme music outfit who don't care about artificial genre boundaries they thrash wail drone and shred while they worship the evil one and his minions but yeah they're a sweet band they kind of look like if the Cure and Danny Filth had a baby, you see that guy? I know you can't see it from there, really, but a little yeah. bit. But yeah. if they had a baby, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> like if Robert Smith and Danny Filth had a baby. Yeah, um, I have found like a shitload of just death metal bands in general that I've been into lately. But like I said, punk's been few and far between. Um, like Phobic. Is a band that I've oh wait, I'm sorry, Phobophilic is a band that I found recently that was really good. Frozen Soul, like we mentioned. Yeah, I've been again going. Well, take that back. Right now on my turntable, Municipal Waste new album and that thing fucking rules. I've been still playing those two live obituary albums. Yeah, like at least once a week. They're so good. I think I play them more than I've played the studio albums. Oh, that's dope. You know, sometimes the fucking live shit is better. I just like the like the way they did Chopped in Half. Right, right. And the way he leads into it is so much cooler on the live versus the studio. I'll have to borrow them to you. Did you buy them or no? No, no. Okay, I'll borrow them to you. Yeah, Municipal Waste is pretty tight. I don't know if I'm going to... I mean, I'm going to go back in their discography, but that particular album is pretty cool. I like the, it's got like a nice, nice crunch to their fucking guitars and shit, you know? Yeah. That band is, I have a weird relationship with them because I've listened to all of their albums, Uh huh. but only once. Okay. And I didn't dislike it at all. But it, it was really good. Ear. But it just didn't like stick with me for whatever right, reason. Same right. with Toxic Holocaust, is another band that's in that revitalization yeah. of thrash kind of. 
great band, but they just never fucking stuck with that me happens, for whatever man. reason. I think a band that I'm into that's newer in the thrash scene would be Hatchet. And they're not even that new, but they're newer than, like, say, Overkill or something. Oh, yeah. I would say Power Trip would be mine yep. as far as, like, a newer That's thrash. another one that I've heard their shit. Oh, I, fucking, I even seen them live. Yeah, I've seen them live. They're so and fucking badass. I was like, yeah, these guys are great, but I just never go out of my way to listen to them for whatever reason. And... In five years from now, I could go back and listen to Power Trip and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't appreciate this for well, what right. it was. And that's like, sometimes you're just in different moods to listen to different shit, and it doesn't resonate with you the same way that it would if you were in that mood to hear it. Oh, I think it's kind of like listening to, like, okay, for me, I can't really listen to newer pop punk, like, singing about, you know, teenage shit because i'm not because you're not a teenager anymore. right i'm not a fucking teenager but like it's hard to do that in your 30s right and it's like i have to listen to you know like i relate more to fucking bruce springsteen than i did before in a certain aspect you know right or well you know whatever like it's just it's strange how I can go back, though, and throw on any Descendants fucking song, and I'll fucking be down, you know? Like, you, there's still those bands that I have a fucking place in my heart for, but... It's almost like they had to speak to you at that time at, right. to stay relevant down the road. Right. In your own world, And you yeah. don't have room to bring in anything new. In that regard, like, in that kind of way for me, that's kind of like that. Right. I mean, it would even be like watching, you know, like your fucking whatever coming-of-age movies you liked as a kid, and then you go to watch some shit like that is a coming-of-age for my kid or your kid, and it's like, this shit sucks. But it might be like they fucking love it, you know? I'm like, fucking kids. At what age would constitute one of those movies? I'm trying to think of what my coming of age movie would be, but it would depend on what age it was at. You come of all ages. Well, sure, but I mean, obviously, the fucking Pretty in Pink, um, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club, yeah. Uh, shit like that. I really liked Smokey and the Bandit when I was younger. <laughs> I know that, that's, that's a random. So random but it I, is random, but I used to love that movie. I haven't dude, watched it, it in a long badass. time. It's definitely cool. And Scarface. I remember the first time I watched it, like, we got HBO as a an addition to our cable or something. Right, right. It was like a promotion thing. And we had all these extra channels, and I remember Scarface being on. I was, like, 12 or 13, probably 13. I fucking loved that movie. I must have watched it, like, every single time I would find it come on after hey, that because I didn't own it. But, yeah, that movie and Sin City, I used to always wait for those to come on. Those are dope-ass movies. I don't remember the first time I saw Scarface, but I always watched fucking that shit with my grandparents. Uh, my grandparents definitely didn't watch Scarface. No, like, my grandma might not like the swearing, but uh, there's a she's down with Al Pacino, you know what I mean? yeah. The Blu-ray edition that I have of that, they have this special feature on there that is like a time or a ticker thing, and it counts how many times he says fuck in the movie. Oh, nice. 
I haven't watched it with it on because I don't want it to be on the fucking screen the whole time, but I have to do it. Sometime. I imagine it's quite a few. That's another. Um, I was listening to the uh, orchestral music from that movie from a couple of days ago. Yeah, I mean, I have this. I have the uh, soundtrack, but with like you know the uh, disco songs on there, which yeah. are it is. Dude, you put that on and you instantly just want to fucking, like, make it rain with fucking $100 bills and shit. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear Push It to the Limit. <laughs> yeah, dude. For I'm sure. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm watching the movie or not. fucking money going. I see the money counter and them Hell carrying yeah. in all the bags to the bank. Yeah. And then, like, the one part after they carried it in so many times and the bank guy's, like, throwing up his hands. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, where I can't am bring I in any more money. How am I going to hide this? Yeah, it's awesome. But, no, the other one was cool because uh, the first track was... When Tony's fucking smoking a cigarette after he smoked. Frank. Frank, yeah, and then the world is your shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like got that dreary beginning, too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You got that blasting in your car or whatever. It's fucking, it's tight. Put you in a certain fucking silly mood for a sec. At least let you daydream. Yep. But, yeah, man, that's, that's about all I've been fucking doing. Yeah, I've just been working on my house constantly. Yeah, just work. But I'm still like writing podcast episode in my head as I'm doing that, and I'm still listening to a bunch of different shit. Oh yeah, like I said, we've been listening to blues like crazy. Like I didn't know that uh, Dave was like. I mean, I did know he was into blues because he has a fucking a few blues related tattoos. But uh, you just didn't realize how deep. Yeah. So like. I'm just, I played like Jimi Hendrix radio or something for the first uh-huh. few days we were there. And like my mom's been there a few days, so I'm not trying to play fucking like death metal or something. And, uh, but then like John Lee Hooker came on and it was, uh, Whiskey and Women, that song where it's with, has canned heat. Oh, okay. And he like fucking cranked the bump box and started jamming and singing and shit. Oh, and I was shit. like, oh, okay. I was like, blues <clears throat> is the ticket then. So like, Last, he just gets the goosebumps yeah, and goes. Last night I'm fucking <clears throat> and he can actually like sing. Like he got a pretty fucking like decent good blues voice. Oh, like shit. he can belt out some shit. I was like, damn, dude. Um so last night and the night before I'm going through and like making a fucking playlist for oh, the house and shit. I got like all this like Howlin' Wolf and Muddy Waters and Buddy Guy and Albert Collins and that uh kingfish kid i don't know if you've checked him out or not um he's like 23 or something i didn't check him out yet no his name's christone kingfish ingram he's big kid he's like 23 24 but sounds like he's been playing blues for like 80 years oh okay that's one of those dudes it's like he was like a natural born talent or something or like like, he's reincarnated by some old fucking yeah yeah like he was playing for buddy guy at like 15 or some shit which is fucking a a very prestigious achievement if you're into blues yeah but buddy guy is um basically he played woodstock yeah and fucking he's still playing today if that says anything yep there would probably be no Rolling Stones if it weren't for Buddy Guy. That, and that's from their mouths. 
And he's brought on a ton of careers too inside of that. Oh, definitely. But yeah, um, I'll send you some shit on our Discord to check out of his. He's fucking rad. Yeah, the kid, definitely. Man, he like, I was watching this live video last night, and it like that's another that's one of those brings chills to your fucking yeah, yeah, like yeah. goosebumps. Cause like you can tell, I don't know his backstory yet, cause I haven't read that too far right. into him. But I've read other people say that his backstory is interesting, just in like YouTube comments, cause right, I, right, I right. love YouTube comments. Yeah. They're either hilarious or informational. <laughs> either way, you win. Um, but you can just tell, like, the his facial expressions, his body language, the way he plays, and the way he sings. Like, like we were saying earlier, like, he's had some you suffering and shit. Yeah. Like, you feel that when he belts that out. Fucking A. My moods Affect your from... music. Yeah, definitely. Because there's times that I... Or, like, the weather, like you were saying about yep, the cure. The weather, for sure. So now I'm like... But your moods... I think are the biggest thing. Oh, fuck yeah. Because it could be a rainy day and I could be happy and listening to some something totally not dreary and dark. Or it could be a rainy day and I'm listening to Typo Negative or something. Oh, dude. Just all depends on my mood, really. The weather does black metal for sure. Like, once it gets cold out, fuck I just yeah. want to listen to some pissed off Scandinavians I'm already singing about like Icelandic shit. I'm itching for it. But I, I know, uh, I've been listening to... I borrowed John some records this week again, like usual, and I borrowed him uh, Stormkeep because I was like, usually <laughs> like I stay in the yeah, jazz yeah. realm and some other stuff, yeah, like rock like stuff, and I was like, Storm I'm going to... fucking yeah, awesome. I was like, I'm going to get you out of your comfort zone for a minute. Like, he knows about this shit and whatnot, but I don't know like how much of it he knows, and I know he didn't know Stormkeep, so... I borrowed him Stormkeep and Emperor and some other shit. Yeah, like he Emperor, seem he knows. Like too low-fi of a dude either. Like you think Stormkeep probably be right up his alley, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to pitch low-fi black metal to people who aren't, aren't fans of black metal. Right, right. But you could pitch melodic black metal to people who are fans of just music in general, right, really, right. because there's probably something in there that they like, like that Kekterok. Kid oh, yeah, that I so showed nice you. And, yeah, it's so nice and moody, you know. Yeah, I don't know if you yeah, checked yeah, yeah. him out yet the or one, not. The one man kid. Yeah, Fucking but it's very awesome. lo-fi. Yeah, it lo- sounds like it was recorded in a closet. Yeah, I'm hit or miss with that style. Like, can't stand mayhem, but it's because I don't like the voice. But I love Dark Throne. Right, right. I love both. I don't like Burzum. But I there like are a couple of version albums, but I hate his fucking politics. I can agree with that. And I was going to say there are, I can't remember even the name of the fucking album. It's the one where that lady's blowing the big ass horn. It's got some weird name that's not English. I'm not yeah. going to try to remember how to pronounce it. That album has some really good shit on it. And there's a couple other ones that have really good songs. But as a whole, it's not something that I typically yeah and listen um, to. if you yeah but like when i found that about getting into burzum it's not like yeah, oh i'm gonna try everyone no you have no. to like <laughs> you gotta really nitpick everything what. is yeah it's so much different and, but that's how i found or how i found that one dude was instagram i don't even know if kekterok is how you actually say his name that's just how i'm saying it it's probably something totally different the record is called the pale swordsman for anybody listening who might 
want to try to listen to that and not even know how to begin to spell Kekterok. Yeah, but yeah, that record was sweet, and the one before that was really good. But a lot of people in black metal were, like, pitching a fit about it because of the, the rose on yeah, the cover and shit like that, which I think is stupid. Gotta go by the music, man, not by the fucking yeah. cover. I hate that shit. But I like that he adds, like, little pianos and shit to it. it oh, sounds, most definitely. It sounds dark and dreary and sad and depressing, like lo-fi black metal should. Definitely. But Dark Throne, I mean, you can't help but like it. The, some of the riffs that they belt out are... Oh, dude, yeah. Some of the, blessed, the best in black metal. I think Dark Throne's... Well, we'll talk about that shit down the road. I don't want to get into it too much, but Dark Throne <laughs> is probably my favorite black metal band in that lo-fi second generation sound you know yeah second wave of black metal if you will i'm gonna save the who's your favorite melodic black metal band question yeah, for, we're gonna for a later date i think i'm gonna go home and eat my double bacon cheeseburger and uh yeah i'm about to wake up and go to work for 10 more hours Oh, that's right, you're working tens. Yeah, that's a suck. Yeah, my kid's messaging me and he's at my house. Fucking but I'm starving. I've been working on the house all day. Yeah, I'm hungry too. So I'll catch you later. <clears throat> but anyway, people, uh thanks for listening. This was just kind of an episode that we were doing to do an episode. There was no uh dedicated point to it really, but I think we covered some interesting shit throughout it. Yeah, dude. Stay smooth. Later.